go. There is no Florida accent, is there? I don't think so. It's probably the way that I sound all the time. Like a child that's on crack. Florida Hannah. <laughs> well, here we go. Woo! Welcome back. Florida. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the intro, guys. Welcome. <laughs> Florida man should be like Karen Kilgariff's, you know, you want to Oh, uh, yeah, like the drunk guy. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't tried that one. Let's try this. Okay. <sighs> okay, guys, welcome back to True guys. Time Trying. Guys, guys <laughs> this is a podcast where the planets align and uh, three friends talk about some stuff. Guys, are you listening? It's about true crime. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Uh, and astro and astrology, and and like other weird bullshit. So uh, kind of weird bullshit. The weirdest kind. Okay. The most Florida is kind. This um, is going to be the most weird bullshit of of bullshit episodes. This is gonna be a weird one, folks. For your host, Hannah, <laughs> Sarah, Meredith. It's Florida man. Happy Woo! lucky episode thirteen. We are uh, trying to uh, double record for a couple nights, so I've already drank for the first episode, which feels like we are in Florida Man mindset for this second episode. No bath salts needed. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome. It's True Crime Trine. It's our episode 13. We wanted to get kind of weird, so we're going to do Florida Man headlines. Before we get too fucking weird, though... We have to look and see why there are Florida man headlines and not just Montana man headlines. Mm -hmm. So Meredith is going to take us down some legal scholaring. Not very much, but because I have also been drinking. Whee! All in the spirit of Florida man. Yes. So I may or may not have to read and interpret laws and codes in my professional career. But I will say that if I do, it is likely that they give me a migraine. (laughs) Oof. Oh, sorry for giving you this assignment. My my B. My B. (laughs) I would also say that even though my mom said I should have been a lawyer, after taking one law class, it was a hard fucking pass for me. Mm. That's how I felt about nursing. Nursing? My mom wanted me to be a nurse, and I was like, no, 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 Nah. Batman. I, it takes a special kind of person to be a nurse, and I, yeah, that's not me. And a special kind of person <laughs> to be a lawyer. Also oh, not yeah. me. Also not me. I'm the most useless kind of person, a PhD. I just did the most delayed stupid joke. Oh, we'll bring it in right now. It's Florida. Yeah. Because you went, no, 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 no. I was you like, went Batman. Batman. Ah! 
I, you can get that. Nope. Oh, nope. no. That shit's staying in. Do we have Florida <laughs> listeners? Hi, sup, Florida. Yes, we do. Hi, we do friends. Have... Hi, Florida friends. <laughs> Never been there. You know there. what you're up to. <laughs> I have been once. You had a great time. For my sister's birthday, we had an amazing time with uh, my cousin Carrie. We did actually, it was my sister's birthday and our we got totally shit-faced. And, well, Carrie and I got totally shit-faced. TT was a little more sober than us. But it was her birthday and our Uber got pulled over on her <gasps> birthday, which is just so fucking random. But it was an epic trip to Florida and one I will never, never forget. But so I did a little bit of digging on the Florida man and the sunshine law and this starts with the Freedom of Information Act from 1966. And in the 1970s, the Panama Papers and the Watergate scandals prompted greater public interest in government transparency. It's working so well. (laughs) So in the Sunshine Act of 1976, President Gerald Ford signed the government in the Sunshine Act into law on September 13th of 1976, it is one of a number of Freedom of Information Acts that are intended to create greater transparency by the government. There are, however, 10 exemptions, and I will run through them fairly quickly. The first one, information relating to national defense. Number two, related solely to internal personal rules and practices. I don't know what that means, okay. but it's exempt. You're not gonna read my journal, bitch. <laughs> is that what it means? No, I don't think so. But like that is my internal, like private okay. information are my journals. <laughs> okay. So three are matters specifically protected by law. Number four is trade secrets or privileged confidential commercial information. So we're not getting the KFC recipe. Yeah. Damn it. Those spices are are secure. Those 11 proprietary. <laughs> Number five was matters censoring or accusing a person of a crime. Number six is information where disclosure would constitute a breach of privacy. Number seven is related to investigatory records where the information would harm the proceedings. Number mm. eight is information for the use of an agency responsible for the regulation or supervision of financial institutions. Number nine is which would lead to financial speculation or endanger the stability of any financial institution. And 10, related to the agency's participation in legal proceedings. And I'm pretty proud of myself that I made it through without horribly butchering some of those words. (laughs) I can see why you don't want to be a lawyer, Mm-mm. because I maybe got an idea about what a quarter of those things are. Fair. I kind of like put together, yeah, go, go for it. Okay. I'm saying fuck the financial system. Oh, yeah. It could have been more transparent, so we didn't yes. have all these crises that we just keep having. Mm-hmm. But all 50 states have some sort of sunshine law. 
But to break it down in the simplest of ways, these laws or acts essentially require public records disclosure. So I am sure that each state's codes or statutes are a little bit different, so I'm not going to bore you with any of those details. I will just say that in Florida, the Sunshine State, arrest and booking records are not among the exemptions and the press has taken full advantage. Thank you, press, for one thing. Mm-hmm. All of the entertainment. Thus was born the Florida man, the man, dun, dun, dun. the myth, the legend. Woo! So, <laughs> small disclaimer, though, we do realize that in some of these cases, serious crimes have occurred, and we are not endorsing any of the criminal acts or trying to be respect. I'm sorry, disrespectful to any. We're not of the trying victims. to be respectful. <laughs> We're not trying to be disrespectful. <laughs> We're not trying to be something. Okay, I I probably won't bring up one of them, but I have. I'm not it trying in my to act anyway. Uh... <laughs> but I will kick us off with my favorite one. Okay, because this was. I don't know. I just, I laughed my ass off when I saw this one. But the headline is, Florida man arrested for calling 911 after his kitten was denied entry into a strip club. Oh, I saw this one too. And I was like, let those kitties see titties. And pussies. <laughs> is that what happens at strip clubs? Do you see a pussy? Uh, I think you have to pay a lot extra for that. All right. Yeah, let that's those like the back titties. room. Yeah, I love that. Let the kitties Free the see titties the titties for the kitties. <laughs> I think we got the episode like subtitle. <laughs> ah. On June fifth, uh, a forty-seven-year-old Everett Legs, I think L A G E S, was arrested no outside of the Emerald City Strip Club in Murdoch, Florida. He had continuously called nine one one after the club's owner denied him entry because he had a kitten. It wasn't clear where the kitten was, because I was, like, in his hand and, like, a jacket pocket. Like, where's the I cat? I don't know. Sticking out of his basketball shorts? Ew, no. No, 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 no. Don't put the... No. no. I, I mean, hope... like, a pocket, but still, like, basketball shorts at the strip club is, like, the, the asshole move, right? Oh, Okay, look, dude. Wait, do basketball shorts have pockets? I've never been to a strip club. It depends on the basketball shorts. Some do, some don't. Okay. But I see I've what, heard that that's the thing because they're like stupid thin material and you just, yeah. Ew. I see yeah. what you're laying down. Okay. Gross. I don't know where I heard that. It's been probably over a decade <laughs> since I heard it, but somehow that stuck in my mind. Because it's it's obscenely disgusting. Yeah. I'm never going to look at basketball shorts whoa, the same whoa. now. Time out, though. Have you uh, heard of the gray sweatpants trend? No. Oh, yeah. That's that's for ladies. And it's just (laughs) men wearing gray sweatpants, and you can see the outline of their dick. Oh. But, like, they're still gray sweatpants. Try harder. I'm not fucking any of them, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, to me, if you're wearing gray sweatpants out and you're not already, like, running a fever and trying to go and get some fucking Sudafed from the CVS down the street, put on some real pants and be a big boy. Yeah, I can't see your dick. No, but I don't need to see it. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I do. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Okay. I like to know. 
That's what the internet's for. No, 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 no. I know what a dick looks like. I like to know individually what I could be getting into. So our other subtitle could be, Hannah needs to see the dick. Sorry, we're going to have a lot of subtitles in this episode, I think. Getting some vitamin D in the sunshine state. Woo! That's when you would get it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I have one for you, Hannah, along this line of talking about genitalia. I wonder what I have. August 21st, 2019, Florida man arrested after botched castration surgery. Yes, I have this one too. Oh, okay. I'm so glad I'm reading it to you, but you can fill in details because I don't have a whole lot. Um, Van Rizwick, age 74, (laughs) admitted that he messed up a back alley surgery after... (laughs) Messed up is such a way to put it. And back alley... It wasn't. It was in a bedroom of of his house, but you know, unlicensed. Okay. He found this guy on the dark web and oh, was trying to perform like at, at home surgery on him. Unic.com, which I tried to find. <gasps> I don't think it exists anymore. For a good reason, probably because this kind of stuff happens. There's got to be other words. Maybe Unix.com exists. I didn't actually look for that. This 74-year-old elderly man had a castration obsession, found yep. someone on the dark web, tried to remove his testicles, failed, or, I, I don't know. It said screwed failed up. Failed or succeeded in a way that there was I a don't lot know. of blood. Either way, it's messed up. <laughs> yep. Find a so new hobby, dude. That. That's gross. Oh, so I have some additional stuff on this then, because... The sheriff's department had a fun-ass time with this crime. Okay. Maybe to the point where it was a bit disrespectful, but their uh, their their statement that they had, um, they started by saying, quote, this one is a little, let's say sensitive. You could even say it's kind of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they finished the statement by saying, Ben Ricewick had dropped the ball on this one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, just one? Is that what happened? Maybe. It's not super clear. (laughs) Also, there was this other point, too, that Van Ryswick said he had performed castration on animals, which I don't like. Oh, no. Mm -mm. And had even removed one of his own testicles in 2012. Oh. And, according to the sheriff, quote, he also said he had done a similar procedure on a man in a local hotel a few years ago. That turned out pretty much like this one, but couldn't remember the other man's name. So, uh, so, uh, not well. But I mean, okay, so castration on animals, though, isn't a a gelding horse is a castrated horse. Yes, but it's done by, like, someone who's, I don't feel like this guy knows how to do it. He he fucked up twice. It's done by professionals. Maybe if he's used to removing horse testicles, human testicles were just a little bit too different. (laughs) I'm doubting he had a bunch of horses around. I was thinking like cats and dogs. Hamsters. Oh, oh so. God. But he did try okay. it on another man, and it was about as successful as his second try. So not successful. Stop trying that. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, then I have one that's kind of for you, Sarah. Woo. In like the vaguest way possible, but you have some weird pets. Thanks. A Florida man dies after winning roach eating contest. No. Yeah. Wait, did the roach that he ate 
Like, like was how- it poisoned roach? No. So, oh. I think the story actually makes it worse. This was in oh. 2012. <laughs> okay. Uh, ben Siegel Reptiles uh, in Deerfield Beach held a Midnight Madness event where participants would consume as many cockroaches and worms as they could, and the winner would take home an $850 python. That's that's it? I know, that oh. seems that Here, seems have too this, low. Have this snake that, like, okay, by the way, it's Florida. Everyone flushes their pythons or gets rid of them in their backyard. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. find They're fucking, fucking free down the street. <laughs> uh, the reptile uh. store wouldn't say how many insects and worms that Edward Archibald, 32, consumed. But the owner told the media that Edward was, quote, the life of the party, end quote. And he was declared the winner. He did not live to enjoy his spoils. Soon after the contest, he began to vomit and fell to the ground outside the store. Multiple people called 911, including Edward himself. But he was pronounced dead at the North Broward Medical Center. Uh, ben Siegel, the owner of Ben Siegel Reptiles, said, quote, Very saddened by this. I mean, it was a shock. I think it was a very nice guy. We just met him that night, but everyone that works here was very fond of him, end quote. Which seems okay. like not a... You met him that night? How fond could you be of him? Were they live cockroaches? Yep. Oh, God. Feral... Pharaoh Gales was also a participant this night, and he explained his reasoning as, quote, Some of the snakes are pretty expensive. I thought <laughs> if I could eat bugs, I could get one. It'd be a great idea. End quote. What I, like, all you have to do is just eat one more bug than the person who's winning. Well, they wouldn't say how many insects that Edward ate when he became the winner. So who got custody of the snake? Is there a runner-up? <laughs> that was my real question was was there a runner up the and did they get the snake yeah. no information as to whether the runner up received the python but they fucking oh, had better yeah after consuming cockroaches and worms Ugh. oh gross. so there you go <laughs> presents yay okay well I've got one for Hannah woo so on 11-19 of 2014, Florida man on bicycle arrested after tussling with police at Taco Bell. Yes! <laughs> T-Bell again! <laughs> on a bicycle, that doesn't count. I've tried know, to right? walk through a drive through before. It's specifically... A vehicular drive-through. Well, technically, it's got wheels, right? But a 33-year-old intoxicated Central Florida man wanted some Taco Bell. That's what you want. I know, right? At the end of the night. <laughs> but the employees would not serve him because he was on a bicycle in the drive-through lane. They did call the new Smyrna Beach police when Gabriel Harris refused to leave after placing an order at the drive-thru window as the restaurant was closing just about 3 a.m. The Daytona Beach Journal reported that police found Harris sitting on his bicycle at the speaker 
and as officers asked him to leave, they spotted a Swiss Army knife on his belt loop. Officer reached for the knife, and Harris grabbed his wrist. The officer then wrestled Harris to the ground and arrested him. (laughs) Okay, this got more out of hand. (laughs) Right. He now faces charges of resisting arrest with violence and was booked into jail. And it never said if he ever got some Taco Bell, so I'm guessing no. I'm guessing no. I'm going to say it's 3 a.m., so I would probably expect that the dining room was closed. Mm -hmm. And he was drunk, so he didn't drive a car. He was doing everything he could. I'm on his side. (laughs) I'm kind of on his side, too. But he didn't need to assault the police officer. No! He could have asked the police officer to put him in the back of the car and then go through the drive-thru. Oh, okay. He was too drunk to think of that. That was a, that's a good idea. Right? Be like, man, I just really want some Taco Bell. I'm not driving my car because I'm drunk. Just give me a fucking Crunchwrap. Can you, yeah, can you run through the drive-thru for me? Here's my $5. I'm trying to be responsible. <laughs> I'm on his side. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no questions at this time. <laughs> I have another silly one. I mean, it's silly. It's a little bit sad, but it's also just stupid. (laughs) All right. Uh, February 4th, 2014, Florida man told to stop masturbating in front of the apartment window sets the apartment on fire. Whoa. Well, now. Okay. (laughs) Escalation. Yeah. A Tampa man was told by the managers of the apartment complex that he lived in to please stop masturbating in the front windows for all of his neighbors to see. Okay, wait, wait. So he was in his house masturbating. It's in his apartment. I thought he was masturbating, masturbating outside other people's windows. No, he's masturbating in, like, his front window. Which is bad. As the neighbors are in clear view. Yeah. I so, feel like, like they probably told the manager. Worse, but, ugh. Yeah, no, that would be definitely, that would be, like, super creepy. Gross. Neighbors probably told the manager, complained, and the manager's like, hey, you he, he, Please stop. Go to the bedroom or somewhere or close the shades. Close the blinds. It's super easy. So, yeah. So his, you know, his response was to spread lighter fluid all over his apartment and light it on fire. You're not getting your deposit back, dude. No. um, Was he in the apartment when he lit it on fire? Did he die? No, he did not die. He was arrested. But he did damage the complex that he, like, the building section that he was in. Yeah. And left four other residents homeless. Jeez. Oh, I'd be so fucking pissed. Yeah, that's the sad part. Um, Because this is, like, an old folks kind of area and, like, low income. So they already are kind of down on their luck. And you get attached to your things. Yeah. And this guy's not, also not, like, the sharpest tool in the shed. He... (laughs) <laughs> also is reported to have had a disfigured face from having shot himself with a shotgun some years back. Oh, wow. And had lived in that complex for more than a decade. All right. Um. Yeah. <sighs> Double whammy here. Yeah. It only took 20 minutes to put the blaze out, but a lot of fire and smoke damage had already been done, so those people yeah. kind of lost their space to live. Yeah. Fucking rude, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, already rude to be, like, just flashing junk in your front window for all to see. Yeah, but don't burn down my apartment because it's next to your apartment. Go burn down yes. the office or something. How about let's not burn stuff down? Yeah. <laughs> Florida woman. Anyway. I know. <laughs> no, I was just going to say like. Equal I, opportunity. When I was younger, 
and I lived in in an apartment with my friend, we would get so pissed because the downstairs neighbor would like, so we had these like smoke detectors in our, just outside of the bathrooms. But if you took like a super hot shower and you didn't turn your fan on and you open the door, it would set the fire alarm off. And my mom did that like a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you? (laughs) And so, but you have to evacuate the building and the fire department has to come shut off the alarm. Thankfully, the fire department was just like three, three doors down on the street, but it still took like, you know, 10 minutes for them to come. The sound would not turn uh, off until they came. And that, those psycho bitches, for whatever reason, we lived there for, I don't know, like two years, set it off like, 10 times and it was always at like three o'clock in the morning and then you gotta like throw a coat on go outside and wait for the fucking fire department to show up and you knew it was them because they came out with towels on their head and you're like it was you you fucking bitch that's why i'm up at three o'clock in the morning you're coming out with the evidence have some shame and put a hat on instead you know cover it up But we were just pissed that, you know, but God, if they were like masturbating and then set the fucking whole building on fire, I'd be livid. Yeah. I might be madder. Although I would be mad that um they didn't learn the lesson the first time. Because that fire alarm seems a little like on Sensitive. the edge. But, uh, but the first Maybe time it happened Maybe there's a sexy fireman there trying like to figure enough. out what his schedule was. Oh. <laughs> then just go down to the fire department and bake them some cookies or something. Can but you keep <laughs> getting my ass out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning and we're going to go fisticuffs, bitch. Ha <laughs> uh, ha! I have one that is specifically, like, torpedoed in on Andrew. Oh! Man calls cops after hamburger with mayo left at his door. <laughs> What? Uh, The complainant (laughs) told deputies that he had picked up a hamburger in front of his hotel room door and got mayo on his hand. He said he wasn't thinking, so he did not wash his hands until about 10 minutes. He placed the hamburger in his trash bag, made contact with the hotel management, and gave them his trash bag for it to be properly disposed of. He expressed concern uh, with getting mayo on his hands and the possibility of contacting something from it. Uh, like, what? I, unclear. Salmonella? I mean, not in, like, regular, not in the mayonnaise you buy in the store. Yeah. Uh, maybe AOLI if you want to be specific, but... Uh, by the, he was advised by the responding officers not to call 911 unless it was a true emergency. He was apologetic, but felt that him touching the mail was an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a learning of nothing. Does, did he know it was mail? He said... I, I mean, if it was like a... If it was, like, a slimy, goopy white substance and I got my hands in it, I'd be pretty concerned, too. Especially if I had, like, a paper cut. But if it's, like, a hamburger, then it's I guess mayo. Uh-huh. And he knew it was mayo. Ugh. And even after so being... an egg allergy? Even after being told, hey, uh, maybe don't call 911 for this, he was still like, uh, 
but what if I do? <laughs> but it's mayo. I can't touch this it's ever. It's so gross. The universe is going to end. So, but he ordered this burger? That part's not really clear. I'm not really sure what the hamburger came from. It sounds okay. like a room service thing. Um, how's that maybe, the, maybe the room service people, like, overheard him talking to somebody else about how much he hates mayo and were like, ha wouldn't it be funny? He's just in his room, like, <laughs> pacing back and forth, like, grumbling about mayo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, mayo will not kill you is the moral of the story. And you should not call 911 if you get mayo on your hands. That's not an emergency. <laughs> I have another non-emergency 911 call. Okay. June 8th, 2017, Florida man, desperate to go to Hooters, calls 911 for a ride. Excellent. Florida man wanted to go to Hooters so badly that authorities say he told 911 dispatchers that he needed to ride a ride to the restaurant because his grandmother had just suffered a stroke in the parking lot. What? But then when they got there, grandmother's not around, he says thanks for the ride, heads inside. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, not so great. Don't do that. That's fantastic, though. At least he had the, like, forethought to have, like, some sort of, like, almost legitimate excuse to, like, get the ride. He did have a story that... But why would police be like, why is your grandmother at Hooters? It's Florida. But, um... Yeah. They have wings. (laughs) To be fair, though, I was in Atlantic City with my sister my husband, and his parents, so my in-laws, and we were having a great time at the at the boardwalk and the casinos, and we found ourselves at, at like, 3 a.m. at Hooters eating chicken wings. <laughs> See? I must say, though, Hooters seems like... You don't go for the food. <laughs> I guess not, but you could go to a strip club. But your grandma probably wouldn't be there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, okay. I mean, like, there are strip clubs. I know this from TV shows. Not that I've ever been in one. But <laughs> lots of TV shows say that there are strip clubs that have all-you-can-eat buffets. I've heard that as well. So, I mean, if you're short on cash, you're like, well, I guess I could go for dinner and a show. TCT <laughs> field trip to a strip club? Okay. Oh, boy. When we go to Vegas... Wait, but Would do we, go we to wear Vegas? the basketball shorts? Yes. We have to wear <laughs> basketball shorts? Yes. We're ready for anything. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to have to tell my husband, like, I need to borrow your basketball shorts <laughs> so I can go to a strip club while I'm in Vegas. I'm sure he'll understand. Oh, no, he totally understands. <laughs> okay, good. Good guy. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. Let's see. I've got one. So on September 6th of 2018, the Florida Times Union in Jacksonville reported that a naked Florida man Ooh. starts house fire while baking cookies on a George Foreman grill. There's so much Not to unpack recommended. here. Right? There's a lot there. This is in Niceville, Florida, responding to a house fire. The Niceville police officers and firefighters encountered an odd sight. 
When firefighters got to the home at 5.30 p.m., they could see smoke coming from inside. A naked man opened the front door and said, quote, I'm sorry, end quote, and closed the door. Wait, what? Police officers arrived shortly to assist. The man came to the door again, left it open, but went back inside the house. So according to the offense report from the police department, the man showed no signs of understanding the danger he was in. There were several things on fire inside the home, including some towels. The officers detained the man and removed him from the house for his own safety. And firefighters said that if he had stayed in the home much longer, he could have possibly died from smoke inhalation. In the report, an officer said that... Other officers were in the house for about five minutes and did have a hard time breathing. And firefighters went inside with their oxygen masks to remove the burning items. The man admitted to drinking two liters of vodka and smoking pot. I was going to say, those are some real munchies. Mm-hmm. And you're not noticing the smoke inhalation because you're already just like blazed as fuck. I know, you're just thinking <laughs> yeah. keep blazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, son. Um, <laughs> wow. Damn. So, note to self, don't set things on fire Do while not, you're making cookies. Don't grill cookies. Yeah, don't grill cookies. Maybe don't cook after you drink two liters of vodka. <laughs> if you've drank two liters of vodka, throw up, then drink <laughs> a lot of water, and then eat like a burrito, please. Order yes. some Uber Eats. Ooh, yeah. Just don't ride your bicycle down to Taco Bell. They won't give you any food. We've learned. (laughs) All right. I have Flagler County woman placed 400 pamphlets and porn filled Easter eggs in strangers mailboxes, deputies say. Uh, Porn filled. Porn. Porn filled. P-O-R-N. I realize I can't pronounce porn correctly from the first episode. Yeah. Police res- in Easter eggs, like the plastic boys. Yeah, yeah. But so she like folded them? up centerfolds. She made four hundred Easter eggs that in- inside the Easter egg had a cracker in the shape of a fish, which I'm assuming is a goldfish, a goldfish? cracker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> one. Maybe it was the off-brand. Yeah. <laughs> um. This was in 2020, so one okay. sheet of toilet paper. A powdered one ply or two ply. It did not say. One shade's not nearly enough for anything, though. <laughs> a powdered drink mix and a crumpled paper with pornographic images. Okay. And all four hundred of them contain the same contents. Yeah. What does it mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means. Abril Sestono, forty-two, was quickly arrested and said that she was quote educating people end quote with a fish cracker a piece of toilet paper a powdered drink mix to refresh after the activities is it just loose in there it was unclear to be honest (laughs) or is it like one of those like crystal light packets or something yeah yeah. it wasn't clear you have a miniature porn you just crumple up a pornographic image and put it in the easter egg Okay, so you've got that. You've got your tiny piece of toilet paper to, to also catch your mess up. in. Oh. 
I see where and you're going with this. And then you have like a post-orgasm a post snack and drink mix to roof- replenish your electrolytes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Aperol. I kind of get it, but what the fuck? Uh, she was charged with 11 counts of distributing obscene material. Okay. Yeah. But what a fucking thing to find in your mailbox. At least it wasn't like the church Easter hunt. Oh my god. Oh shit. I don't know if April went to church. Right, but what if you like replace their normal Easter eggs with your weird Easter eggs? Or just mix them in. <laughs> Mommy, I got jelly beans. Mommy, I got... <laughs> What's this? <laughs> a piece of toilet paper. <laughs> it's almost weirder knowing Boobies. the other stuff that she put in the Easter egg besides the pornographic image. I stand by my post-orgasm. No, I get it. I understand. <laughs> it's education. We're educators. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Okay, I have another lady one. This Ooh. one's a little bit long, but I can probably cut it down. Um, for, you know, equal opportunity, Florida people. <laughs> Florida woman who coughed on cancer patient sentenced to 30 days in jail. Rude. What year was this? This was 2020. Okay, fair. You could be a deadly weapon in 2020. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Actually, I don't have the date copied here. Ooh, shame on me. Okay, a Florida Karen flipped her lid <laughs> at a Jacksonville <laughs> at a Jacksonville Sorry, Pier Mom. One store. Yeah, um, purposely coughed on a customer and had been sentenced to 30 days in jail. Deborah Hunter was also ordered to pay a $500 fine, serve six months probation, and participate in a mental health evaluation along with anger management. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she didn't know that it was a cancer patient. She was just being a general asshole. She was being a Karen. Yeah, so she also had to cover the cost of the COVID test um, for the victim. Good. So, okay, so Deborah Hunter, not Karen, but, you know. Actually, this is my boyfriend's favorite name. Whenever, like, there's somebody acting like a Karen, but he doesn't want to use the name Karen, he'll say, okay, Deborah." I like so- that, <laughs> because my mother's name is Karen, and... She's not. She's not very Karen-y. No, no. And the one Deborah that I know, um, actually is like worse than a Karen. Deborah. So. Deborah. Damn it, Deborah. She goes by Debbie, but it's fine. Damn it, Debbie. Anyway, <laughs> so she was incensed. So just like pissed the fuck off when Pier One staff refused to allow her to return an item that she didn't actually have in her possession. She said, "I'm a mother of ten, and currently." Oh, no, sorry. This is the... Ted! I'm fucking this up. This is the the, the um, cancer pa- patient. I feel so terrible now. A mother of 10, currently a brain tumor patient at Mayo Clinic. Obviously, I don't get out much right now, as she explained in a Facebook post that went viral last year. And I had an appointment in town center area, so Dami Mass ducked into a store to escape the heat while I waited for my appointment. During this time, she was in the store where Deborah was having some troubles. Um, and noticed two small children wandering around the store unattended for an extended period of time. And one of them was doing the potty dance. And so mm. it became apparent that they belonged to Deborah, the enraged woman at the register. And so as Deborah was swearing, screaming, insulting, and threatening the staff that wouldn't return the item that she didn't have with her, oh just the photo of the item, like... <laughs> What? That she just took in the back of the store. Right? I mean, like, she had a photo of the item on her phone. The staff were like, sorry, we, how do we return this? You don't have it's it on not- your person. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so she basically started threatening them, was screaming at them, and then 
the the standby who was like, oh my gosh, these two kids are unattended. One of them has to pee. Here's this lady who's screaming. She took out her phone, started recording, and then Deborah got pissed off, made a rude gesture, walked over to her, and then pulled down her mask and coughed on her. Such a bitch move, I Deborah. Know. I know. Bitchiest move in 2020. People yeah. really misunderstood COVID. <laughs> yes. Or they understood it and she actually wanted to potentially make I mean she this, was already threatening the woman could have died anyway. Yeah. Ugh. Debra. Debra. Yeah. Fuck nope, off. Debra. Sorry, this wasn't 2020. This is 2021. Not but better, still. but yeah. No. Debra. But, I mean, it's, it's during COVID times. Yeah. Debra. I'm not sure if a cancer patient can get a vaccine. Are they immunocompromised? Yes. Yeah, so Deborah. Yeah. Deborah, you're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> and that's what we have to say about this. Yes. Sorry for the like real rough retelling. This this beer <laughs> is definitely helping me along. It's all good. <laughs> I'm having a great time on beer number three. Woo! Here comes a Florida man pokes girlfriend in the eye after she brings him wrong birthday breakfast. I saw this one. The wrong birthday breakfast? Yes. <laughs> Is there a right birthday breakfast? Well. It was like waffles versus pancakes, right? It was waffles versus pancakes. And uh, <laughs> James Irving, 44, is on pancake side. Team pancake? Team pancake. His girlfriend made him waffles. Waffles take longer. I mean, unless they're Eggos, but like waffles take longer Mm -hmm. than pancakes do in a pan. I'll say if I had to choose, I probably do like pancakes more than waffles, but it's a hard choice. I like waffles because it's kind of like like the idea of a um, English muffin where there's like nooks and crannies to hide all the flavor. I don't like the nooks Mm -hmm. and crannies because I don't like that much maple syrup. I like that much butter. That's all. Oh, that's where Otter gets it from. Oh my god, that is where Otter Otter gets it. Her cat's a butter face and just licks butter that she puts in the ground. Well, now it's whipped cream, but yeah. It, butter, it started off with it butter. It was butter. I don't know if whipped cream is better or worse. Whipped cream is not better. No. James better, better. Irving, uh, for the girlfriend made him waffles for her trouble, he poked her in the eye. He was tr- with his something? finger, I think. Try again. Okay. The waffle. He was trying. Oh, like a Belgian waffle. It's got those corners. It's like, yeah, got some crispy edges. Oh, man. Uh, he was charged with misdemeanor battery, and a spokeswoman for the Alachua County Sheriff's Office let the public know that the jail breakfast is fruit, grits, sausage, bread, and butter. So neither a pancake nor a waffle. I love grits. I like shrimp and grits. I've never had grits for mm-hmm. breakfast. I think it just depends on how they're made. With butter. Yeah. Maybe some cheddar. With whipped cream. No, no whipped cream. <laughs> no, cheddar. Yeah, I would say with cheddar. Wow. Cheesy grits and like a fried egg. Yeah. Oh, a fried egg. I'm all about the eggs benedict, so that's, me too, that's me my too. preference. See, there's for- your English muffin and it catches all that hollandaise. It does. And like an eggs benedict is just too annoying to make at home. It takes a long time. It's a lot of steps. Who's next? I think me. Okay. I'm looking. Uh, on my list. 
Sorry. In the meantime, I have a real quick one. Oh, okay. Since we're when, since we're like uh, you know that one was a, a girlfriend who didn't do something correctly. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this man's wife didn't do something correctly because she oh, wasn't no. a Disney World princess. <laughs> she was the what? November 6, twenty nineteen. Florida man groped a Disney World princess while his <gasps> wife sat right next to him. What? <gasps> oh my god! Brian Sherman, age fifty one, was accused <gasps> of cupping the costume character's right breast for three to four seconds during a photo op at the Magical Kingdom in Orlando. What? Uh, as his wife <laughs> sat Dang. nearby. That's not that's not the magic we're looking for here. No, he was charged with battery. Good. Good. Okay, weird question. Did it say which princess? Actually, I'm also interested. Ooh, okay, no, I'm going to see if I can find out which one it was. Okay. Okay. You do that, and I am going to tell you about the Florida man that used a private plane to draw a giant radar penis. Yes, Florida <laughs> man! Was he tell wow. you? No. This article's a little bit weird, but there's some really nice pictures on it. So basically, yeah, it's just cock and balls on the radar screen. <laughs> we'll put it on the website. Yeah. In case you need to know. Side note on this one is that this is not the first time a dick has appeared <laughs> on the radar. In Florida or just in general? In Florida. <sighs> it's probably appeared on the radar in every state, but we just don't know about it. Yeah. Florida just likes to talk about it. Florida gives all its secrets away, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. I found out, well, okay. They're noting that to protect the victim's identity... They removed her name of in the of the specific Disney character and like blacked out or like censored the the costume that she was wearing. Okay. But the affidavit did note that the incident took place at the grotto, which is the meet and greet location Ariel? for Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Oh. Which makes it even worse because she's literally she like has that like shell bra. Her whole entire torso is bare. Ugh. Ugh. I was imagining Her. Cinderella for some reason. I was thinking Cinderella too. I don't know why. I was thinking Snow White because of her little surprise face like, oh! Oh no! <laughs> I would laugh if the next headline was Florida woman punches Florida man <laughs> at Disney, Disney World, World for groping her in her princess costume. Yeah. Uh, that would be a fair response. I have Florida man calling himself the saint right to unleash his army of turtles to destroy a town. <laughs> <laughs> turtles? Uh, yep. This is 2019. Real turtles? Uh, I'm not actually sure, but uh, Thomas Devaney Lane, 61, known to himself, at the very least, as the saint, Mm-hmm. Caused quite a disturbance at several Indie Atlantic businesses, including one called Sassy Granny Smoothie, which, okay. which sounds dope, uh, where he screamed obscenities, threatened to release his turtle army to destroy the people of the town, and warned them that, quote, they would all see what would happen in, in an hour. Okay. So police found Thomas holed up in his car in a 7-Eleven. And when they tried to remove him from the car, Thomas himself called 911 (laughs) and told the operator that, quote, the officer needed to leave now. 
or you will all be sorry you fucked with the saint, end quote. Oh. Uh, the officer did not leave. Uh, so Thomas was arrested <laughs> and charged with uh, breach of peace through disorderly conduct, misuse of 911, and resisting an officer without violence. And not a single one of the articles I skimmed said anything about whether Thomas actually had a turtle army, which I really wanted to know. Yeah, and if their names were Leonardo. <laughs> oh my god! Raphael! Raphael. Yeah. Michelangelo. Uh, Michelangelo. Donatella. Donatello? Yeah. Tello. Donatello. Did we get all the turtles? There's only four. Yeah. I, think we, I think we nailed it. And I'm going to say, I don't have a headline for this, but it was in the same article. So it was just like a bunch of reports from Florida Man. And so this story is pretty great as well because um, Austin E. Day, 28, was arrested for attacking his parents when his pork chop was, quote, too acidic, end quote. Um. Which led him to believe they were attempting to poison him. Okay. <laughs> well, like, arsenic's bitter almonds, so. That's what would what be, be acidic. acidic. Like, some lemon juice? Yeah, I mean, I I like lemon or, um. So, like, fancy of I mean, a pork the, chop? Granny Smith apple with a pork chop, yeah. Oh, my God. Apples and pork chops. They're like. Pork chops and applesauce. He smashed his mother over the head with a glass mug and stabbed his father <gasps> in the oh chest with a butcher's knife. Jesus. However, both his parents survived. So it's halfway happy story. Well, thankfully they survived. I know. I bet they're never cooking dinner again. Not for Austin. Austin is the dinner cooker from now on. Well, he was charged with two counts of attempted homicide and two counts of aggravated battery. So he might not be getting dinner with his parents for a while. Hopefully not. I wouldn't invite him back. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Not the dinner I wanted. (laughs) This pork chop is too acidic, which is not a (laughs) description I've ever used for a pork chop. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a new one for me. I have one that plays on our love of the show Botched Bodies. <gasps> okay, let's tea, tea out here right now and talk about Botched Bodies for a second. Is it on Hulu? Oh. Or was it on Netflix? I don't remember. I'm actually pretty sure it was on Hulu. The show's called Botched Bodies. It's from England, um, so they aren't super shy about showing you the botched part of the bodies. Oh. And they're also, uh, the narrators are really fucking snarky. So much sass. Oh, it's amazing. I highly recommend if you don't mind seeing a messed up vagina. Netflix. Oh, it was Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So, and these are real people. With They're real. These are real. Like, this is why you don't or... go to Mexico for your filler it's or about... to like Greece or whatever for stuff that you can get legally stateside. Yeah. Okay. It's just about people that have gotten some like under the table plastic surgery or something and it's okay. turned out badly and then botched bodies them going to a doctor a real one and then they like do the surgery to try to fix them up like reconstructive okay. or removal or what have you yeah Ooh. yeah yeah and like they don't censor much <laughs> no and i kind of remember like they also like it's pretty gory and when the when the people are talking they're like this is so-and-so, age 32, and underneath, they're like, fucked up vagina. Like, they don't, so, oh, like, God, they yeah. just go, like, straight into, like, big-ass nose. Like, they don't, they don't pull like, any. Like, what you're known for. They don't pull yeah. any punches. Like, bubbly cellulose. T- 
terrible vagina. Yeah. They also have one that's like the bachelor kind of. So like the lady walks into a room and there's a bunch of guys behind these things, but they're, she's looking at their penises. Oh my God. And then they get to, she gets to choose them based on their, so she can't see like <gasps> their faces. Anything but. She doesn't get to oh. ask any questions. No, no, it's just a visual sight. And then they flip it for round two, and then she has to show them her nakedness. Which part, And then they decide. The boobs? No, her whole body. So boobs and, you know, I mean, she's just standing there. Okay, because I was imagining a glory hole type situation for the dudes. But are they just completely naked? Yeah, they're just completely naked standing there. And then so the second round is where she comes out naked, and they can see her, and then they decide if they would would go on a date with her based on her appearance. Then they also have, like, the clippets that I've watched of it here and there is people's reactions to the show. And, like, sometimes it's, like, elderly people (gasps) that are like, oh, look at that, look at that guy, you know. And then they're laughing and having a good time. But, like, I think they've got some pretty, like, fun shows. That sounds funny. Well, they're not shy about nudity. Mm-mm, yeah at all which is because me and sarah had watched this probably two years ago we're just like this seems interesting they were like oh there's a vagina first five minutes we don't normally see that on american tv no but like one that's had like five surgeries already yeah one that needs <laughs> needs one more surgery to fix it up so it's a good show Part y'all JJ. it's a good show i'm gonna it's, have yeah. to watch it i've never i've never even heard of it so I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah. Botch bodies. Botch bodies. All right, Sarah. Tell <laughs> Not us safe for work. About Not safe for children. Botch bodies. Okay. So Florida man gives Botox treatments without medical license while drinking four loco during consultations. Ooh. What year was this? Four loco was still around? Well, this was released in April 2nd, 2021. Maybe he had hmm. a stash. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, they just his whole basement. Them. <laughs> well, also that fake, that doctor that was like 18, he wasn't actually a doctor, sorry, medical professionals, that like kid that pretended to be a doctor was from Florida. Yes. Oh. Yes. So this guy, Florida man has been arrested after investigators say he was giving Botox and other procedures without medical license to do so. Sounds about <laughs> right. Jacksonville Sheriff's Office launched an investigation after receiving a tip. Our detectives... Says Mike Bruno, our detectives conducted an investigation and found several online videos showing Turin injecting clients with Botox and doing other treatments. He would do lip, chin, cheek fillers, nose lifts, as well as other Botox type of injections. As I mentioned, he had several of these videos on different social media outlets or on the internet showing the services that he could provide. One advertisement that our investigators found was an all-day Botox and Bubbles event at the spa. Like champagne? Four locos. Four locos. That's the bubbles? <laughs> That's the bubbles. <laughs> My God. Okay. Yeah. The bubbles referred to four locos. Oh, geez. So you get fucked up (laughs) during your consultation. the weird bubbles that occur in your skin after you get a fucked up Botox treatment. That too. Yes. So you get your consultation. You're both having four locos. He gives you the Botox because you are inebriated, not making good decisions. Nor Um, is he. (laughs) No. 
So yeah, so he had copious amounts of drugs and injectables and legend drugs, which are drugs approved by the US FDA that have to be dispensed only with a prescription from a licensed medical doctor or other licensed practitioner, neither of which this this man was. Yeah. <laughs> Misleading clients in the public that he's licensed to perform procedures. If your doctor cracks open a can of four loco, loco, just get out of there. Yeah. Doctor, like, come on, get out of there. Yeah, it's not worth that discount. No, <laughs> it's not going to turn out well for you. Crazy pants. All right, I've got one. Florida man charged with picking magic mushrooms while carrying an alligator oh i've got an alligator one to follow up on this but uh there are magic mushrooms in florida yeah so a florida man was arrested along with three other people by a florida fish and wildlife conservation officer for picking hallucinogenic mushrooms in the little big econ state wildlife management area while also carrying a two-foot-long alligator in his backpack. In his backpack? Oh. Mm-hmm. What was he going to do with this alligator? It was probably just his friend. Did he? Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you're tripping balls, man. Let's call it an adventure. Maybe the alligator was also tripping balls. <laughs> he could have been. He sounds pretty chill. 30-year-old Rick Meyer Myers of Titusville, Florida, was charged with possessing an American alligator without a permit, possessing <laughs> psychedelic mushrooms that are often referred to as shrooms or magic shrooms. Thanks, cops. Uh, which is a felony violation of probation and removing natural resources from the wildlife management area. Hmm. All right. Well, similarly, I have Florida man arrested for trying to get alligator drunk. I have that one too. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, which just happened in 2019. Uh, Timothy Kepke, 27, admitted that he had consumed a couple beers over the day, but he was definitely not intoxicated. Uh, okay. When he tried to feed some beer to an alligator that his other buddy had captured with his bare hands. Okay. Of course, as you do. Uh, for his troubles, the alligator bit him. And also didn't even get drunk. Well, that's karma, because it probably wasn't good enough beer for the alligator. I think you gotta give an alligator a decent amount of beer. Like, uh, the incident was recorded on someone's cell phone, and somehow the police <laughs> got the video. And Timothy was charged with unlawfully taking an alligator, which is apparently oh. a law. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see this one? Florida man threw live gator into a Wendy's drive-thru window. I love that one. I I didn't write it down, but I love it with all my heart. Yeah, I've got that one on mine, but yeah. Oh, you probably have more details than I do then. Oh, let me click it here. All right, I can just read it off. Joshua James, 24, was arrested Monday, charged with assault with a deadly weapon. God. After Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation officials say he threw a three and a half foot alligator through a Palm Beach County Wendy's drive through window. Okay, first of all, I'm jealous that they have a Wendy's. I've never been to a oh Wendy's. Oh my god. Wendy's is good. A Frosty and Fries. Also, the mm-hmm. burgers are very good for a fast food place. Yeah, for fast food. But yeah, Frosty and Fries, that's legit, man. That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I just thought it was funny. 
assault with a deadly weapon because the alligator. It's an alligator. I'm just trying to imagine like the alligator in his car, and also how did he throw three and a half feet of an alligator outside of a car window? Right. Yeah, that's a lot. I wish there was like a like security video or something. So it does say that the the employee handed him his drink, and then he tossed the alligator through the window and sped off. Was he so mad to throw an alligator? He went for the drive through because he wanted to throw an alligator through it? I think so. Like, his uh, mugshot just looks like he's, I don't know, probably stoned. Like, it seemed like a good <laughs> idea at the time. Yeah, because he just got his drink and he was like, fuck you. I hadn't even got his food yet. See, alligators to me, I love alligators because they, like... Not like crocodiles. They are pretty docile. It's like black bears versus brown bears, you know? Yeah. They'll leave you alone if you leave them alone. They don't want to fuck with you. If you, like, mess with them, they'll bite in, like, defense of themselves. But they typically don't go after people, and they don't want to be bothered with you. A, co- mm-hmm. a crocodile will. Yeah. A crocodile will actively hunt you, but an alligator is just kind of like, no, I just want to be in my swamp. And he's like, <laughs> why am I in a Wendy's? Yeah, like, how the fuck did I end up here, dude? I do have one more alligator story. Okay. A small alligator keeps residents trapped inside a Southwest Florida elevator. Oh! The only reason I'm telling you this story is because there's a very cute picture of a baby alligator that I'm going to put on the website. Yes. And... Just so y'all know, both humans and alligators were able to be humanely removed. Okay. Good. That's that's excellent. All right. I've got one more. I might just hit some uh, I might just hit some headlines. Okay. So this is my last one. Florida man arrested for hiding cocaine in Cookie Monster doll. Oh. <laughs> that's why he's so in- aggressive about cookies. <laughs> So in Key West, Florida, a Key West man is now behind bars after deputies caught him with a large amount of cocaine. Large. A a picture of the poor, disheveled Cookie Monster doll. Oh no! He's been violated. He's been super violated. (laughs) I mean, like, that's what they do to drug mules, right? It's also Uh a violation. (laughs) But you might consent. Yeah. So... He the a backpack was found in the car and it had the Cookie Monster doll inside. And when the deputy picked it up, he noticed that it weighed a little bit more than it should. <laughs> he took a little bit closer of a look and found the slit inside the doll. And there were two packages inside the doll with a total of three hundred and fourteen grams of cocaine. Yeah, slightly that heavier than heavier. a Cookie Monster doll should be. Yep. Yep. The picture's just so sad, though, because his eyes are all wonky, like he's been on a bender. Uh, He's not doing great, either. (laughs) But it was not his fault. (laughs) Oh, the cookie monster. Yeah, the cookie monster. It's just like, uh, Why? All I wanted was cookies. Cookie. Um, Poor dude. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up, so I'll just go Mm -hmm. through the, the leftover headlines that I have. Uh, blowing a hairdryer up your nose won't kill coronavirus, despite what a Florida commissioner said. Okay. So the government's doing great. (laughs) Thanks, Mayor. And just as a little side, he saw a video online that said that basically the nasal passages are cool, but if you warm them up enough, the virus will just disintegrate. Uh, not everything you read or see 
on the internet is the truth, sir. Sir, you're a government official, sir. There is also like um, <laughs> like a health, someone that worked for the health department was at that same meeting and she was like, no, 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 no. please don't do that. <laughs> She's like, Bill, shut the fuck up. Basically. Here's a crime I would be arrested for. Man throws hot dogs at Clark during dispute over beer. (laughs) Uh, No, you would be eating the hot dog. No, I wouldn't throw the hot dog. I won't waste the hot dog. You're right. No. Florida man says he wasn't drinking while driving. He was only drinking at stoplights and stop signs. (laughs) (laughs) Not driving at the time. And the reason wow. seems reasonable. The reason the police were called is because he was in a drive-thru at McDonald's and he kept bumping into the person in front of him. <laughs> like pushing him ahead? Like little bumper love cars? Yeah, and then when he was arrested, he said he, quote, felt pretty good. <laughs> I feel pretty good. Yeah, but you weren't even noticing that you were bumping this person in front of you. This one's kind of sad. I didn't want to go into too much detail, but it's also weird as fuck. Man in dog costume filmed himself having sex with Siberian Husky. No, 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 no. 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 The animals were removed and are seemingly in good health and spirits, according to the animal welfare officials. This one I think is just hilarious. Florida man discovers that his father helped birth him, so he attacks his father with pizza. Why? I don't. I have no fucking no context i i read the article and i have no idea why he was mad about how his father assisted in his own birth and why pizza father how dare you come near my mother's vagina even though you, you had, to, had to, in order to create me and how pizza was a weapon like i there's a lot of questions in this one uh yeah, don't waste the pizza dude come yeah on. dude um i have a florida man attacked an atm for quote giving him too much money wow I wish that would happen to me. (laughs) And the Florida man explained that he punched the ATM because, quote, he was angry because he didn't know what to do and he was late to work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. Yeah, and so that's that's the other ones I have. All gold. Got any leftovers, Sarah? I have a couple of, like, basically (laughs) one-liners. Florida man arrested... After urinating on in-laws carpet during Thanksgiving gathering. Whoa, buddy. (laughs) That's a family, like, dinner I do or do not want to go to. I'm not really sure. Florida man really, really wants to force a jury to watch his sex tape. (laughs) He's tried to, you know, submit it as evidence. I'm sorry, Jerry. It's better than the Armin Mivis cannibal tape, so. Yeah. It could be worse, Florida. Uh, Here's semi-cannibalism. Florida man bites off a neighbor's ear because he wouldn't give him a cigarette. Whoa! All right, he was in some nicotine withdrawals. That's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of anger there. (laughs) Was helping out my friend. Someone wanted, uh, someone decided they wanted to take a chunk out of my ear, says John Ott, the man who says he was bitten. Oh my gosh. It all started because I wouldn't give him a cigarette. He comes up and puts me in a bear hug. Next thing I know, he's (gasps) biting my ear. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. Okay. Thanks, Florida. Yes. Thanks, Florida. Thanks, Florida. This was some real gold that you provided us with. Magic. Let's uh wrap this shit up then with some uh, astrology. I've got a real short astrology. Good. All right. So on July 11th, Mercury enters Cancer, and it's going to stay there until July 27th. So not too long for you short attention span Floridians. <laughs> 
So Mercury rules our urges to communicate and also describes the nature and quality of our mind and consciousness and the kinds of thought processes that we habitually um, will use to kind of try and solve our everyday problems. So instead of biting off someone's ear, <laughs> think things through a little bit more. When Mercury's in Cancer, we change from wanting quantity of information to requiring quality of information. So this kind of means that like in contrast of like when Mercury was in Gemini, we might have felt a compulsion to have a lot of information from many different channels feeding in. This time we're going to be wanting more deep level of information and communication with others. So we're going to be thinking, speaking, and taking on information in a deeper, more instinctive core level right now. And so, yeah, you might have some less in, uh, interest in what is kind of just the broad, general knowledge of source that perhaps you may have been in, uh, intrigued by before. And you might hone in on one specific project or one specific facet that you're just fascinated by. So, yeah, let us know if, if you, um, I don't know find a new hobby that you just can't get enough of or something like that. Like true crime train. A and <laughs> reviewing and rating. Mhm. Yes. I do want to add that on July 12th when this episode airs, Mercury in Cancer will be in trine with Jupiter in Pisces and this is a great day for making plans, for traveling, for studying, or just enjoying the overall good vibes of the day. Yay! Nice and smooth. Good vibes. <laughs> so give us your good vibes. You can connect with us on Twitter at True Trine, on Instagram at True Crime Trine, on Facebook at TCT Podcast. You can email us directly at truecrimetrine at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on our awesome website at www.truecrimetrine.com. All right, guys. Listen. Listen? Are you listening? I have a secret to tell you. Um, it's from a, an author, so it's like legit. D.H. Lawrence. Oh. Have you heard of him? Ooh. I, don't, I don't read that much. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm still going to tell you. What he wants us to know... Like, this is super important. He really wants us to know this, that we um, should not feel ashamed about flirting with the Zodiac. We're doing great. The Zodiac is, like, well worth flirting with, so, like, we're fucking killing it. But but what if it's huh? it's the Zodiac killer? Oh, maybe, uh, fuck. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> don't flirt with the Zodiac killer. Okay, Ah, uh, zodiac. Get me, call me later. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> oh, I forgot to boom. <laughs> Music for our podcast was handcrafted by the talented and creative minds of Mike Warren and Pete Ortega. Our artwork was imagined and skillfully designed by the lovely Sarah Guest. As for production, well, they call me post-production. Show notes are available upon request. Just email truecrimetrine at gmail.com. Join us again next week for another tantalizing episode.